Good afternoon. Welcome to episode number two of Pitch Intense. I am your host, Mark, with my lovely assistant, Jacob. How you doing, buddy? I'm uh, good. How are you doing today, Mark? I'm good. I kind of had a rough day, but I'm pretty good. Well, you made it. I did make it. Yeah, we made it to the afternoon. Yeah. Halfway through the work week. We're getting there. Everybody's working for the weekend. Oh, I, I made a huge mistake at work today. Really? Yeah. I had to go into um, one of our clients' homes. Mm-hmm. And they asked, uh, they asked if I can hang out there for like half an hour until the next staff comes. They just needed somebody. Yeah. And it's like a block away from where I'm always already working. So I was just like, yeah, I can go hang out there. Yeah. I just went and watched an episode of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went there. And apparently there's another dude there, which confused me. But then I found out he was like being trained. Yeah. So this guy's been apparently with the company for a while. But he's never worked in this house. So he needs training. Which uh, I just sat there because I was like, well, I'm leaving in half an hour. So I'm going to let the other person do all the training. <laughs> So, um, anyway, here's the big mistake I made. So he asks me, what are you doing Friday night? Uh-huh. And I said, I don't know, I'm just hanging out, nothing really. And you'll never guess what he asked next. What? Would you mind working for me? 3 oh, to 11? Really? On the first day? On uh, first day! Oh my goodness. Well, I don't think it's his first day. I oh. think he's worked with the company for a while. Yeah. And I was just like, oh! The first time meeting you, though... He says he's met me before, but I don't know. I don't uh-huh. remember talking to him. He was a nice guy, but I was just like, crap. I walked right into that. And I was just like, uh, no, I think I'm busy. It was like a Seinfeld <laughs> moment because he was like, "Can you? are you free Friday night? I said, no, I think I'm free. He's like, no, I don't have any plans. He goes, can you work for me? I'm like, oh, I just remembered I do have plans. And then the Seinfeld music plays. Yep. And Larry David like, you know, why don't you just say you don't want to work? It's kind of one of those moments. It kind of was. I like that. It was, uh, other than that, it was a pretty good day. I didn't sleep well last night. That sucked. Oh, man. Which is weird because I sleep really good. Uh-huh. Like, I'm really good at it. But, but you, like, you could win the Sleeping Olympics. Yeah, people come from yeah. all over the county to watch me sleep because that's how good I am. That's pretty amazing. Man. Yeah. I know. Well, county's a lot of people. I, well, and it's also weird to wake up and just see all these people in my house yeah. in the middle of the night. And they're like, yeah! You're doing great, Mark! <laughs> but yeah, so I, uh, I've had like a crink in my neck. But other than that, it was a good day. Oh, good. Yeah, how was? How about you? How was your day? Oh, uh, mine was good. Um, just been doing radio, you know. I've been having fun with it. and I, I can't complain. It's just pretty normal, actually. It went by quick and no, no weird things And happened. you're a jerk of a boss, isn't it, right now, right? Oh, he's not a jerk. You have a boss who's just like a huge jerk. No, I've got I've got like three bosses, but I love all of them. But the one that's like not in right now, because <laughs> he's just a, a huge jerk, right? Oh, Because no. whenever I'm around you, you complain about this guy. What's his name? His name? Yeah. Uh, you want me to say it? Yeah. It's oh. Andy. So it's... No, no, so no you I, went right to who I was talking that's to. That's because he's the only one that's out right now. But he's, uh, he's an amazing guy. He helped That's because you've outed him. He, he's he's helped me more than, than I can even describe. They come better at what I do. And I, I'll always appreciate that no matter what. Mm-hmm. And he's a good friend, too. Yeah, he's not he, a very good person. Oh, Mark. He's my brother, so I'm allowed <laughs> to badmouth him. Um, that's actually how we became friends. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to meet you. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, it I doesn't mean he's a good person. Oh, I, I think he's a great person. But here's the... Th- okay, so just to remind everybody that's listening, Pitch Intense is mm-hmm. Jacob and I's podcast where we get together and we pitch movie ideas. Yeah, yeah. We like to talk about movies uh, and we like to think, say, you know what would be cool? A lot of times it's a sequel to a movie, but I don't think we're always going to do a sequel. I, think, I, I said, think we should do original movies because I feel like we'll run out of sequels at some point. 
and then we'll have to go back on what we said, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but plus, why make why why make rules to yeah. limit ourselves? I, I think people who make rules in podcasts always end up changing them later. That's true. That. So we're not doing that. Uh, but anyway, and you worked. We're gonna get to your pitch later. But man, you worked. Hard. How many pages did you write? Uh, it, did you write for, a pitch or a script? It's 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 an outline. It's a, it's a only one sided though. So four pages. That's still sided. You know that's four. and bit big lettering. Don't look at it too long because it's a surprise. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it's gonna be. <laughs> I'm really excited. Is it gonna be an adult it. film? No, no. Because you're it's actually the opposite of an adult film. A kids film. That's gross. Oh, Mark, when you put it Okay, this is why we need oh, rules on things. Right yep. I shouldn't have done that, Mark, but... Oh, man. <laughs> is there anything in uh, movie news you're excited about? Oh, actually, something I just saw. Toy Story 5 is apparently confirmed. I don't know. Disney just dropped, like, these three random announcements today. As of the what time are the other this. The other two were Frozen 3 is coming, okay. and so is Zootopia 2. And, Mark, I have a really good joke about Zootopia, too. Yeah, okay. So, I, I already know the ending. It's going to feature the bad animal or bad guy. He's going to be standing up, and he's going to be like, Diplomatic community! And maybe he'll be a sheep, so he'll be like, Rah! And then Judy Hops will pull out her gun and be like, It's just been revoked. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going to go. Is <laughs> a weapon, too? Because yep, you said it was a buddy cop movie. It is. And as soon as you said that, I know it's like, oh, this is going to be diplomatic immunity. <laughs> I, I love the first Zootopia, though. you got to see it. Mark. I'll watch it. I don't. I love uh, those movies. Yeah. I just I don't know why I haven't watched it. I just uh, haven't. What about, uh, okay, so Toy Story 5. Yeah, you know, I, like, I love all four Toy Stories. And I, I feel like they release at times where I need them in my life. Like, I had the first two growing up. The third one released when I was in college. The fourth one released when I was starting to get out of the workforce. You know, Toy Story's always been So Toy me. Story 6 will release when you're, like, uh, struggling with your marriage <laughs> and you guys are possibly going to get divorced. It'll be during Andy's divorce. Because yeah, well, <laughs> you know the mom is supposed to be divorced in the first one. Yeah, she is, yep. Yeah, so then, and then uh, doctors are going to come and be like, uh, in, like, 40 years, hopefully, or mm-hmm. maybe longer than that, 60 years, they're going to be like, Jacob... Uh, we got some bad news, and then they'll release a new Toy, Toy Story. Toy Story Seven. Yeah, where Buzz's batteries are gonna finally die. Yeah. Oh man! And it's That'd like I needed movie. this now. <laughs> oh, I, I love those movies. So you want you? I I actually like Toy Story Four. I remember, oh, I love it. I remember laughing really hard at it, but I don't know that I need any more Toy Story movies. The ending of the fourth one made me cry too. But like, it didn't. It didn't feel like they. It felt like a Woody movie. Yeah, it did. But that's it, a that's a problem, I think, is it doesn't know what to do with the rest of the characters. Well, to me, it, it, it that's kind of true, but I think it's okay that it's a Woody movie because I think throughout all three movies, you're always seeing Woody doesn't really know his place in the world exactly, and in the fourth one, you get that. You finally wrap up his arc. Like, he had that purpose for so long for being with Andy, and he's always drugged back to that purpose, but then it would make sense after that you know, he might figure things out for a while, but then be like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do now. And I, I really dug that. He finally left his owner and did something really cool. And th- th- these movies, are, I think, are really deep and just really great. So like wait, them. do you think it's going to focus on a new cast? Or is he going to get back question. with... Because he left them. Yeah, he left them. Are they going to reunite? I don't know. It's They could do something new where it's a completely new set of toys. Or is it just going to follow Buzz and the old gang of toys? 
Um, well, plus how many of them? Yeah, I mean, uh, like the Don Rickles, Ernest, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Jim Varney, Don Rickles mm-hmm. have passed away. I know on number four they used like archive voice footage for Don Rickles, which was cool they were able to do that. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess you could. I mean, and plus you could just get a new Buzz Lightyear toy. That, that's true. So th- there's a lot of options they could go with, but I'm not sure where. What if they release, like, in this movie, there's a Buzz Lightyear mm-hmm. and a, uh, an, an original and, like, a new model, Ooh. and it's voiced by Chris Evans. That and would the be Tim, pretty funny. The Tim Allen one just doesn't like it. They don't get along. I would like that, actually. It'd be pretty meta. And the Chris El- Evans ones is a villain. Yeah, yeah. He's a villain from the future, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually still Buzz. Buzz, <laughs> oh my gosh, whoa. Mark, have you not seen Lightyear? Have I not seen what? You haven't seen Lightyear, have you? I turned it off. Oh, I that's didn't. a joke about that. No, I know. I know about it. <laughs> okay. I uh, I couldn't get into Lightyear. Did you like Lightyear? I loved it, Mark. Did you love it? Yeah. I The only Disney movie I really... This is like classic Disney. I'm not including any Star Wars or Marvel stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I really like Strange Planet. Yeah, that one was great. I think I liked it so much because I took a bunch of clients to uh-huh. see it at work. So it's just kind of cool going to see a movie and being paid for it. It's underrated, and but it was really good. Yeah, yeah it people, was good. People ignored it too when it came out, and I still think. Well, I think Disney did too. Yeah, they did. They barely marketed it. It felt like. I thought it was really good. Uh, like the Alien World was cool. Oh, it was awesome. It was unique. I think it looked different than what we've seen before, and I really liked that. So uh, my big uh, we we could have brought this up last week, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bring it up this week. Um, James Gunn, they announced his movie slate for the DC Universe. Yeah, yep. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh-huh. You know, I like the idea of... I've been saying that ever since Iron Man came out, I have said DC needs to make a Booster Gold movie. Yeah. Because he would be their Iron Man. Really? He's a very flawed character. Uh-huh. Yes. So I'm not surprised to see him in there. Yeah, he definitely took some Marvel inspiration. I that. think so. Yeah. Well, I think... I mean, that's the thing I like about Booster Gold is he's... Like DC, all their heroes <clears throat> are good characters, mm-hmm. but uh, they're not as good as like humans. Yeah. As where Marvel, it's like a lot of times it feels like, and this is how they feel about the comics. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of I've always said Marvel is real people that don't know how to be superheroes. Yeah. Where DC is superheroes that don't know how to be real people. Oh yeah, that's a good way of putting it. That's how I feel, yeah. and like Booster Gold is. Kind of a Marvelish character where he's because his whole I don't know if this is going to be translated to the movie, but his whole comic book is uh, he steals everything because he works at a museum. He's like a janitor. He oh. steals all of his stuff and he time travels to what is the present day, uh-huh. and he's just trying to one up Superman. Really? So he's trying to find out what Superman does, gets there before him, and becomes the hero because he wants the celebrity. Uh huh. So he's again he's a very flawed. You know, character that I think uh, would would uh, translate well. I think I think that's a good idea. So Indiana Jones like him too because he's in a museum. He belongs there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he belongs at a museum. Oh man. So so, uh, so this weekend, uh, did you see any movies? I did. What'd you see? I saw Knock at the Cabin. What'd you think? I liked it. I'm a big M Night Shyamalan fan. I just should probably open with that. Have you liked all of his movies? Not all of them. No, I, The Happening was was dumb. Happening is so boring. And, and, By the way, anybody listening that doesn't know Jacob, if Jacob says he didn't like a movie, that means it's a really bad movie. <laughs> I 
I don't think I've known you say you have not liked a movie since I've met you. Oh, they're happening. One thing about it, it's funny. Some of it's kind of funny, though. It's so bad. It is bad. Like, there's this part where this guy says cheese and crackers, and it's like the most funny thing in the movie. Like, it, at a really serious moment. <laughs> and But I but Signs is one of my favorite movies of all time. I like, I've liked Signs right away. I didn't sleep for weeks because I'm afraid of aliens. That, that, well, that one, that's creepy aliens. Because I've always felt like if aliens attacked, that's how it would be. Signs would be. We'd be with our families. We'd be just going in the house, going in the basement, locking stuff up. You know, I think I love that it's a contained story about aliens. And I think that's why it's so effective. And Knock at the Cabin is kind of like that, too. It all takes place in one area, one cabin. It has some flashback scenes and stuff. But it, it basically the whole idea is that this people come to this family and say, hey, if you don't sacrifice one of you, the apocalypse is going to happen. And it's that thing where you don't know, oh, are they telling the truth or are they not? Obviously, I don't want to say because I don't want to give away spoilers. But it was very suspenseful, very good. But I didn't. It wasn't a top tier Shyamalan movie for me. It'd be like right somewhere in the middle. Good and definitely way better than things like The Happening or Lady in the Water. But for me, not as good as Signs or The Sixth Sense or Unbreakable. See, Unbreakable, I wouldn't put that high either. Oh, I love Unbreakable. I even love The Village, though. I know mm-hmm. that's one of my hot takes about Shyamalan. I adore The Village. What is it about? What? Why? What do you adore it? What do you like about it? I, well, I didn't know much about it when I watched it for the first time. I remember when it came out; it was really hyped, and I think that's why a lot of people don't like it because it has the kind of ending that would totally subvert your expectations of where you think it's going. Mm-hmm. But when I watched it, I saw it like years after it came out. I was like, "That was genius!" The way they took it. I, 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 I think the ending would. I can see how it would make a lot of people mad, but the way I saw it, I was like, "I've never seen a movie end like that." You know, and I like that a lot. And now, I, 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 I don't worry, Darling kind of did the same thing. I won't say what happened, but it, it, it has a similar ending. But I didn't like Don't Worry, Darling. So yeah, that movie kind of got ripped apart. It, it was pretty boring. <laughs> is it? Yeah. But it's got Florence Pugh in it, though. Yeah, sure. she's good in it. But she is really good. Yeah, she's, she's a good, good actress. Yeah, she uh, elevated it a bit, I say. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I remember the first time I saw her was in Midsummer. Uh-huh. And there's that scene. I always, it, to me, good acting. Uh, I think I'm always sold on crying. Yeah. Oh, like it scene. feels like if you're crying and you make it believable. That's the side of a good actor or uh-huh. actress. And the scene when she finds out her family was dead. She did. The and she's like wailing in her boyfriend's lap. I was like, holy crap! It was excellent. I don't know who this lady. Yeah, she blew up after that one. Um. So that's. That's awesome, man. Um, what about you, Mark? Any new movies? Uh, no. What did I do? Um, I was supposed to go see Knock at the Cabin. Uh, is it Knock at the Cabin in the Woods or Knock at the Cabin? Just Knock at the Cabin. I was supposed to go see that this That'd weekend. Be a crossover, Knock at the Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> that, that, that could Whoa! Be we're building up to that. Uh-huh. That's about the end of the world. Yeah, it is. Yep. Uh, oh, and they have to be sacrificed. Yeah, they oh do. my gosh. <laughs> Save that pitch for another episode. I don't have to. We can't help ourselves. That's why we're doing. That's why we're giving this to the world. Uh, okay, so a movie I like, um, or I went to go see Knock at the Cabin, and then my friend uh, got sick, so she was like, "Hey, can we reschedule?" And I said, "That's fine." And this is Iowa in uh, February right now, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are getting sick. Yep. Stuff's floating around. It's part of life. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. I was also supposed to go see Plane. Uh-huh. I was gonna. I was a friend and I were talking about possibly going Sunday, um, but then I was supposed to go see Knock at the Cabin, uh, and then uh, anyway, long story short, that fell apart. 
Well, then you and I were going last night. We had our tickets. Uh-huh. We had tickets. Yep. And then my dad called me and asked if I wanted to go to dinner. I haven't seen my dad since, like, right after Christmas. He went, Him and his wife went on a road trip. Mm-hmm. And so he said, hey, I haven't seen you forever. We should go to dinner. So we went to a famous Dave's uh, barbecue place here in town. Yeah. And I bought this, uh, uh, it's like, what do you, it's like a, it was like a, it was called a meal for Tuesday, T- T-W-O, not the day. And it was like enough meat and sides to it feed at big. least three people. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, let's just get this. And we were so stuffed. It was filling, very filling. We were so, yeah, so this, and we're not going to review a movie because we don't really review movies. <laughs> but the review of this food, thumbs up. Oh, yeah. And I love the Famous Days barbecue sauce. Oh, man. I, I was putting that on, like, everything, even the fries and stuff. Oh, it was so good. It was such a good, like, and we cleaned that plate. We did, yeah. The only thing that was left was, like, a greasy piece of toast <laughs> yeah. that, that nobody wanted. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we were when we were done. I think we were both had like we were just like weighed down by beats. Yeah, we were like, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if they can sit at a theater, so we were gonna go see Plane. Yeah, um, which sucks because I love Jared Butler. Uh-huh. And I haven't had a chance to see that one, but uh, we did not get to that one. But we, uh, we went to Jay's. Yeah, you went, what did you get? You bought some, you bought, bought something amazing. You uh, found something incredible at half price. Oh books. yeah, I found a, a book signed. By Nick Offerman in like the mix of some of his other books, and I, I was really excited about it. it There's no cool. authenticity. Yeah, but I looked it up online. Me and a guy at work did today, and it looks very similar. So it looks the same. I mean, so I'm pretty sure. So you it's think him. it's him? Yeah, I think so. What a good find for you. I was excited. Yeah. So what else did you you got? And then you got some Blu-rays. Did, and yeah, I got a couple Steel books, a Digi book, a few of them I already had. I actually bought Avengers Endgame again. But it was for the Steelbook, hmm. and the Steelbook was only like ten bucks when it used to be like forty. I remember, so I was like, "Oh, I, I need that," you know. And then I, I I didn't have Hunger Games Catching Fire on Blu-ray, but this was a Steelbook too, and that's my favorite Hunger Games movie. I love that one. I haven't watched. I've watched like half of the first time. Oh, movie. really? And I had to shut it off because my niece, who was very young at the time, <laughs> she had to be like twelve, mm-hmm. uh, and she's like, "You should." We were driving to um, my nephew's baptism. Uh huh. So we had to drive to Kansas City, and I was sitting in the back of the van with her, and they had one of those DVD players, and she put it in. She's like, you need to watch this. It's such a good movie. We're watching it, and it's just a scene where you see all these kids get, like, brutally murdered. And that, whenever I see that in a movie, it always upsets me. Uh-huh. Like, that stuff bothers me. Uh, and I was like, I can't. I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird, because it was like a movie. And I watched Terrifier 2 without a problem. Oh, and it's yeah, like, and then Hunger Games is PG-13. Yeah, and my niece, my niece, who was probably like 12 or 13, was like, no, it's really good. You gotta watch it. Like, no, shut it off. Well, I was a teenager when the first one came out, too. So I think that helped my, my love of it. I was like, whoa, they're going through the same thing as me. You know, You're hungry? Yeah, yeah. I'm in a game. Before. Oh, man. Whoa. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, you got your favorite Hunger Games? You got an in-game? Big Lebowski as well. I don't have that on Blu-ray. I had the DVD, I but it was a Big Lebowski, one of my favorites. Yeah. So, uh, do you want to get to your pitch? Oh, I, I, I'm really Oh, wait. I do actually, this. before we do that, I yeah. do have something to tell you. So, anyway, uh-huh. this will be exciting news for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, I was able to exchange our plane tickets. Uh-huh. Playing the movie, not us flying somewhere. Yeah. We were able to exchange those. Yeah. And guess what? What? 
I got us tickets to see Cocaine Bear opening night. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, are you pumped? Yeah, I'm hyped for that. I'm That's stoked. Awesome. I'm, I'm so excited. I love in the trailer when, you know, the title comes up and it says Cocaine Bear, and then there's that guy, and he's like, a bear did cocaine. And it's like, well, yeah, it's kind of implied, I thought. Yeah, but it's, I think it's funny <laughs> if they really just kind of push it. I love it, yeah. He's like, you don't understand. Is this, this bear got into some cocaine. Is this Ray Liotta's last movie? Yeah, I think it is, sadly. Sadly, because yeah. he was eaten by a cocaine bear, right? I, I, I don't think so, Mark. Oh, okay. But I'm not sure what he passed away of, but I miss him. Yeah, he was there. They showed uh, Goodfellas at Flix last night. I wanted to go, but I totally spaced on that. So. Oh, we were too full. We were yeah, we would have been able to go there. <laughs> oh, you think? Uh, you, do you think? You think a cocaine bear is gonna begin with Ray Liotta? All my life, all I wanted to do was be fight a cocaine bear. <laughs> that would be great. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the mom opens the door, and he's like dressed in like a bear suit, but there's like white stuff all over. He's like, yeah. "You look like a cocaine bear." <laughs> It'd be so good. Oh, man, I hope that happens. Yeah, I would love it, Mark. Why aren't we in Hollywood? I don't know. We know how to make movies. That's okay. a great pitch. So anyway, we got Cocaine Bear coming up. We got our tickets for Ant-Man for next week. Yep. So, But let's not look into the future. Let's look into the right now. Yeah. Jacob Beals, you have your pitch. Yes. Wrote it out, actually. I, I do. Well, I wrote it out because I feel like if I didn't, I'd forget something really important. But, Mark, you know I, I love a goofy movie, right? <laughs> Give me an example of what's a goofy movie. No, no, the goofy movie, the one about the Disney kids. Oh, I thought you meant you like movies that are goofy. <laughs> I, I do in general, yes. Yeah, okay, uh, yes, I know I you. I mean, that's I, why I'm excited for Cocaine Bear. But but uh, <laughs> but a goofy movie is like one of my one of my favorite Disney films of all time. <laughs> you think Cocaine Bear is going to be goofy? Oh, I think so. Gorsh. Gorsh. That's a lot of cocaine I just ate. Yeah. Oh, man. But... but <laughs> It could be, Mark. We'll have to see. Maybe Mickey will be in it, too. Oh, man. And Donald. They got to team up again. Oh, and uh, do you think Cocaine Bear would talk like Pete? I think he would. <sighs> Pete Pete seems like the kind of guy that w- would do that. But I don't Pete think... Pete Cocaine he, and murder people? Yeah. yeah. And be, but he wouldn't be, like, funny. He'd be angry, I think. Okay. Let's... Okay, but, so it's a goofy... It's a sequel to a goofy movie? And an extremely goofy movie. So this is the third film in the Goofy Trilogy. And Does it have a title? Yes, I'm going to get to those okay. at the end. I have three titles, but I'll, I'll tell you all about them later. Because I, I got this pitch so planned out, I'm excited. I'm excited. So I thought about this for a while, because I really love the Goofy movie. Is it's it like Fast and the Goofy? Favorites. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> fast and the Goofy, the Fast Saga. The, the Goof fate, Saga. The fate of the Goofy? Yeah. <laughs> those titles get so confused. All right, all right, all right. Two Goof, two Fury. Dude, I know. <laughs> So, okay, let's. Okay, okay. So oh. it's a sequel to a goofy movie, an extremely goofy movie. Got it. Yes, it's the third in the Goof trilogy, and I love a goofy movie. I even love an extremely goofy movie, even though that was like a direct DVD sequel. I adore them both, and you know, with the first goofy movie, we get to see Max growing up, mm-hmm. and we get to see Goofy and him bond, you know, in high school while Max is kind of discovering girls and. Then in the sequel, you kind of get more of that. He's at college. Max is still growing up. Goofy kind of, you know, they both kind of deal with it in their own ways, and they both have problems as they're separating, you mm-hmm. know, because Goofy doesn't want to let go of Max's childhood in either one of those movies. That's a common theme. So I got to thinking, what would be the next step for Max to take if he was going to, you know, 
grow up even more, and Goofy would have to deal with it. And for me, that would be marriage. Ooh. Yes. And Max is ending up with the love of his life in this, and obviously, I think that would be a really cool dynamic for Goofy and Max to deal with once again. And I also have some long-awaited secrets that are going to be revealed along the way. Some Goof Troop lore, as you will. Oh! Yes. So, a little Goofy history here. If you've you seen the first Goofy movie, you know that Max was crazy about Roxanne. He was, yes. With the love interest. Even when I was a kid, I kind of had a crush on Roxanne. Yeah, they draw her hot. They did, they did, Mark. Yeah. And she was a great love interest for that film. And he was so crazy, in fact, he did a whole concert at the school to try to get her to like him. Yeah. Like that, that's pretty big time. I mean, I'd probably do the same thing. I can't blame Max. Wait, wait. Let me, let me, let, uh, what song would you do to a concert to impress a girl? Oh. Because Powerline doesn't exist in our universe. He doesn't. Oh, man. I probably I probably have to do Eat It, because that came before we're, uh, Beat It. it, it it's more iconic. I, I, I don't know. It might be something like that, though. Something 80s, something fun, you know? Yeah. Well, can I, you dance like that? No, I can't. I don't think I would do it. I can't dance. I'd can't. fall on my face. Uh, I, I would do, uh, if I had to pick a song, I would do Rock Lobster. That's a good one. I think women love Rock Lobster. I think you're right. Anything by the B-52, Mark. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes the B-52. Okay. But, but then in an extremely goofy movie... After, you know, the Goofy movie ends, Roxanne actually isn't even mentioned in that movie. That tells me sometime between the end of the Goofy movie and Extremely Goofy movie, where Max goes off to college, the two of them must have broke up. And I maybe kind of want to see that as a flashback scene, you know, or something. But mm -hmm. we'll get to that. Since then, though, several things have happened. Max graduated from college, so this might be, like, set two to five years after graduation. And this is a little-known Goofy thing in the history timeline that some people maybe don't realize. Max was with a girl after an Extremely Goofy movie. Her name was Mona. She showed up in the second segment of Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. But it was when Max was bringing the girl home for Christmas, and you know he was embarrassed of Goofy. And it was a really great segment. It, it's like one of my favorites. But Max, and this this takes part in the Goofy movie universe. I'm I'm assuming it does because okay. Max is broken. In my story, Max is broken up with Mona, and he has to go back home and start working at home and start living with Goofy. Maybe working at the factory Goofy was at, or maybe he'll be taking pictures at like that Kmart where Goofy was in the mm -hmm. first one. Oh, yeah. That'd be funny. But Mark still I lives. I hope not. Uh, not I, they're not around anymore. They're not doing well. No more blue light specials. But he's actually, uh, so Goofy is still lives in town, like I say. And still he's, in Spoonerville? Uh, wherever they're from. Is that, is that the name? Yeah. yeah. No, you're Goof Troop, I'm man. sorry, Mark. That, that's cool. But yes, that's where he's at. And he's actually still with Sylvia from an extremely goofy movie. That hey, out. so they stick together? Yeah, I really because I really love their chemistry, and I love the ending of the second goofy film when they're driving off into the sunset. It's really nice. I don't want to diminish that. Um, also, PJ is married to the Barrette girl from an extremely goofy movie, and I guess her name is actually the Barrette girl. I looked her up, and that's what she's credited as. The Barrette girl? I thought that was weird. Um, I swear she had an actual name, but when I looked on cast list for the film, it was just Brett Girl, so okay. Uh, normally Disney's better than that, but it was a direct-to-DVD sequel, so maybe they, they cheaped out there. So like I say, Max and Mona, they're broken up. He's back home, and he runs back into Roseanne, Roxanne. They haven't talked much since high school, but maybe they're like social media friends or something. You yeah. Know? Uh, and that's about it. But I really want them to reconnect here. And I think maybe you could have a montage of them dating and eventually leading up to a proposal. 
you know, a big because I, I feel like that would really get the nostalgia going in people. You know, Roxanne and Max are together, the ultimate couple, the ultimate goof couple. I think it could be beautiful, but her dad won't like it. Remember him? He was yeah, really I, I kind of assumed that that's why they didn't work out. <laughs> maybe, and maybe he's changed now. Maybe he's more happy. No. Something happened. Okay, he's like Lieutenant Dan, but he got magic legs. He did, Mark. Yeah, titanium alloy. <laughs> one, one night, and then one night after the proposal, Max and Roxanne come home to surprise Goofy with this big news of their engagement. At first, Goofy's really excited, you know, because his son's getting married. But every one of these movies, there's always a scene where Goofy goes out and he talks to Pete, and Pete gets him nervous about the future oh, with I Max. Pete. He does it in both movies, and I think he should do it in this one. Pete is actually kind of a terrible friend. I don't know why Goofy hangs out with him. You know? Well, maybe this is the time where Goofy finally stands up to Pete. I mean, it could be, Mark, but I have something at the end. Okay. But Goofy gives in to Pete again, and uh, Pete tells him about how PJ got married, and now he never sees PJ anymore. Their relationship changed. So maybe it's kind of an emotional moment for Pete, too, but it still convinces Goofy, like, oh, man, I can't let Max get married. Also, Goofy is having some trouble with Sylvia, not anything where he did something awful. He just doesn't want to make that step of getting married yet because he's nervous, and there's a reason why I'll get into later. That, okay. That's important, so remember that. So there's a lot of things you could do with this movie to fill it, like maybe Max and Goofy spend time together before the wedding. I was thinking it might be funny if Goofy did a few things to try to convince Max to get away from Roxanne. You know, you could do some things like that. You could do some ways Goofy might try to sabotage a wedding, you know, but in a bad way and mess it up. Yeah. I think you could do that. And maybe they go on a quick camping and fishing trip to call back to the first one even, you know, so Goofy can get Max alone for a bit. Because maybe Max loves fishing now. I feel like he would. You know, I feel like he grew into it like his dad did. Yeah. The perfect cast. And I, I also think it would be a, a good way to see Bigfoot again. I think you got to... And Bigfoot's back. dating somebody? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Maybe he has a kid. Bigfoot? Oh, Bigfoot's kid's getting married. That would, oh, Mark, I love it. Okay. And they're all dancing with the Walkman. You know? <laughs> That's a good idea. So, what song was on the Walkman? Oh, I can't, was it a Powerline song? I don't think so. I it think might it have was been like just a, a regular song. Yeah, I think it was a song from like our world <laughs> that, that transferred over into the yeah. new world. So, <laughs> but here's the big emotional hit that I really want this mm-hmm. to go in. So, obviously, Goof, Max, and, and Goofy go through all that. That's kind of the middle of the movie. But somewhere near the end, I want to go into what happened to Max's mom. Okay. This is my like emotional gut punch for this animated movie. I think she passed when Max was really young, so Max doesn't remember her. And Goofy maybe gives a ring or some kind of heirloom to Roxanne to commemorate this new marriage. Maybe it could even be something silly like a tuba, because I could see Goofy like cherishing something really funny, you know, like that, and passing it on. But it'd also be like this really sweet. Plus, moment. he loves a poke band. Poke band at the beginning. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. That could it could be that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. This movie's writing itself, Jacob. I, I, there's some stuff. That's there. why we have to do this. <laughs> this podcast. Yes. yes. Okay. So I, I really want this scene to tug at the heartstrings, but be kind of sweet and funny at the same time. And that's also why Goose, Goofy's kind of hung up about getting married. You know, he got married once. Something happened. He's still hurt. Yeah, he's still hurt. But I think it could be really emotional because we've never known what happened to Goofy's mom. That's like a big thing that's uh, Max's revealed. mom. Max's mom. I'm sorry. We yes. don't know what happened to Goofy's mom. We either. don't either. We'll have to wait for another sequel. Oh, that. that's a prequel. Yeah, it could be Mark. An extremely goofy prequel is a goofy baby, oh my gosh. like they're doing with Dexter now. But, oh. but it's 
like I say, it's never hinted at, and I think this could be a really sweet moment that could carry like a lot of emotional weight if you do it the right way. And maybe this could even go to a flashback at the beginning of the movie with Max's mom. There's so many things you could do, but I really wanted to include that. So do you know what happened to Max's mom, or are you just sort of going to leave it like that, hanging? That's the thing. I, I think being in a Disney movie, you'd probably have to leave it hanging. You'd probably have to say something bad happened, you know. But a lot of times they don't go into details. Here's what I think you do. What? They're at the doctor. Baby Max is in their arms. Mm -hmm. you know, Goofy's arms, and the doctor's saying something. Alluding to some bad news, uh -huh. but we and Goofy's like, "Well, it could be okay." I don't know if that's a good Goofy voice. That's I get you, Mark. And then and Mom's like, and the mom is like, "Here, you hold Max. I'll go get the car." And she goes out, and then the car from Who Framed Roger Rabbit comes flying by and hits her. Oh no! Yeah. Oh man, Mark. And uh, <laughs> it's like, like you're like, what? I was thinking the mom. Any like a bit? It's like a hit and run. <laughs> So, like, Goofy, part of the stuff is Goofy is looking for Roger Rabbit, who's behind the wheel, and he's going to kill him. What do you think? I, I was hoping for it to be a little more tender than that, but but that would be, but that's the thing. Roger Rabbit's like, I wasn't even driving! And then this is, like, Goofy helps uh, the bad guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit uh -huh. in killing all the dudes. That he was behind it. Yeah, it was all Goofy for killing his wife. <laughs> that would connect it all, really. Yeah. And honestly, I'd be like, Goofy, I can't even be mad at you. No, that, you know, and the car just kept going. It, yeah. It doesn't even stop. It's yeah. like, it's like the scene in The Boys. <laughs> yeah. Where the girlfriend, you know, the, the running guy hits the girlfriend and she, uh -huh. it's like that. And, but, just explodes. <laughs> she just yeah. explodes. Oh my god! And then Roger Rabbit and the baby has a big cigar, oh. and he was like, "I didn't think we we're gonna get rain today." <laughs> oh man, those characters are really bad. It really. Oh I mean, no, no, they're, they're the bad guys the whole time. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. See, it's funny how prequel scenes they provide context, Mark. Yeah. I like it. And that's what breaks uh, Goofy. Like, before then, he was really serious. His uh -huh. name wasn't Goofy. His name was Serious. Yeah. And it changed. Yeah, and then they're like, we can't call you Serious anymore. You're too Goofy. Yeah. You, he's pumped pretty well, though, for, for something that horrible happened. Like, he has a lot of joy in his life. Oh, it's because of Max. Yeah, that's true. That's why he couldn't let go of Max. Uh-huh. But, I mean, you could do something And those like teeth? You know how he has those big butt teeth? Uh-huh. Those aren't his. Yeah. Those are his mom, the mom's. Really? And they, they fly into his mouth, so they're always stuck in his head, and that he has this constant reminder of her. Well, it is funny, because in the old Goofy cartoons, he looked more normal. Like, he didn't have those uh, butt teeth, you know? You know what? Somebody said he was supposed to be a cow. Really? Yeah. Okay. He I'll did look a little more like a cow. But, I mean, if Goofy's mom died... I think that would give Goofy more of a reason to cherish Max, you know? Yeah. Maybe that's why... It's like uh, Nemo. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't want to let go. It's kind of alluding back to that. Yes, Mark. Also, kind of on that same thing, I, I want Pe Pete's wife Peg and his daughter Pistol to return in this movie. It, it's always bothered me, like, what happened to them? Because they're such a big part of Goof Troop, mm -hmm. you know? And they're just gone. And they aren't even mentioned. So I'm guessing Pete probably got divorced because he's a jerk. It's probably his fault. I'm guessing somewhere down the line, and yeah, uh, but but maybe they could be at the wedding. I think that'd be fun. But I, I really right. want to know what happened to them. Yeah, and DJ's best man, Bobby's there too. By the way, he's got to be. He still he he brings in a cheese fountain for the wedding. Bo that was his name was Bobby. Yeah, his name's Bobby. Yeah, such a I think it's Bobby Hill because we just watched another King mm -hmm. of the Hill. It's kind of a normal name though. Yeah, no, I was like just Bobby. Yeah. I guess Pete's pretty normal. So. Yeah, PJ, PJ kind of is. That's weird. You have Max, Pete, PJ, and Goofy. Yeah. 
And Bobby. It's like they took one look at him as a baby, like, this, nobody's gonna take this guy serious. It's just kind of <laughs> like how they named Scar, Scar. Exactly. He's got a scar on his face. Well, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he and the dad was like, I want to name him Scar. Nobody's like, that doesn't make any sense. He's like, well, now. <laughs> That's why he's a bad guy. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, if you have a name like Scar your whole life, that's not going to do good things, Mark. Even if you have... <laughs> Well, that's how you know what my original name was, right? Before I legally changed it to Mark. What was it? Fat guy. Oh. <laughs> my parents just like, yeah, he's going to be a big fat guy. Really? Right? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, I don't think I want to be called this anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to pick a name. Oh, well, Mark was a good one. Luckily, Double Dare was on all the time, so... <laughs> so you went off him. Yeah, yeah, Mark Summers. He was cool. Anyway, but okay. Goofy was stressed this whole time, and I really want... <laughs> I mean, about that. Sorry, I was reading off my script. I know, it's just funny to hear Goofy was stressed this whole time. But he was stressed about Max and Roxanne. He had a drinking and, problem. No, no drinking problems. But I want there to be some time near the end, where, 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 and I think this is very important, I want Max to step up and comfort Goofy. I want Max to take the lead. Oh, it kind of, uh, it's like a role reversal. Yeah, exactly. I want him to be the one who's like, Goofy, it's going to be okay, Dad. Me and you will always be this. We'll always be tight. And I, I want Max to somehow, you know, help his worries, help Goofy's worries. Because mm -hmm. I think it would show that Max is matured. Because I know some people don't like Max. Some people think he's annoying, but I think this would... He's like a kid. Yeah, he's I a kid. He's I, I don't his age. That's always been something, but I think this would show Max is grown. He's an adult now. Yeah. And he's, he's on the other side of it. He gets it, you know. And I think it would fully show that, you know, they've gotten... They've grown up, and their father, son, they, they love each other forever. But I also want this scene to be where, well, obviously, both Max and, and Roxanne get married. But I also want Sylvia and Goofy to get married, too, while the wedding's going on. So it ends up being a double wedding. Oh, it'd be so good. And, Mark, here's the best thing. Mm -hmm. Power lines at the wedding. He's oh! going to perform. And he remained friends with Goofy after the first movie. <laughs> So they're gonna they're gonna sing eye to eye. Actually, they're gonna sing a new song. They wait, are they the gonna tell thing. Roxanne about the truth? Oh wait, do they? Have to tell oh, they her? tell her in the end of the first one. Oh, okay, so yeah. but she's like, "There's that guy you lied to me about." And you know what? What power? Remember her like geeky friend? Yeah, she'd be there. She's probably the she main one. Like her, the power line in her kind of start a thing. You know, like the mother. Oh yeah, so it's like she ends up dating like the big rock star. <laughs> she's like Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Well, no, because they're adults. Now. Oh, yeah, that, they are now. That's yeah, true. it would be if it was, like, Goofy movie. Mm -hmm. Plus, Powerline is probably, what, mid-20s? Yeah, probably at that time. So it's really not that bad. No. But but I have my title pitches, finally. A Goofy wedding movie, Father of the Goof, or My Big Fat Goofy Wedding. I like the last two. <laughs> that, that, those I did plays on other things, and I think they would work. And also, just a few other housekeeping things with this movie... I think it should be traditionally 2D animated yep. to fit in with the other two. And I think it would be a great way to close the trilogy. Also, I'm not sure if besides Powerline, if there would be music in this or not. It's hard to say because it's weird. The first Goofy movie has it. An extremely Goofy movie doesn't. It probably didn't have the budget. Yeah, it probably didn't. So I would like to see them add some songs if they fit. I think it could be really nice. Here's what I would like to see. So uh, are you? Is there, any, or is there anything else you want to add? Oh, just one Sorry. more thing, my director's pitch, but you can go first. Oh, no, I want to hear. Oh, uh, obviously, same cast. I want all the same voice cast coming back. Bill Farmer and uh, Jason Marsden, I think mm -hmm. is his name, for Max. They could still voice them perfectly. And then my director idea, if they'd be willing to do it, is Phil Lord and Chris Miller. 
Oh, I love it. Yeah, because everything they've done is great with animation. You love those guys. Yeah. So here's what I think we need to add. So PJ, again, Mm -hmm. talks, you know, because he always is, he's that bad friend to Goofy. Yeah. Uh, But maybe this time he is genuinely sad because he's lost PJ. Yeah. He's lost Pistol and he's lost, what was his wife's name? Uh, Peg. Yeah, he's lost all of them. Uh Uh-huh. So he's on his own. And then you realize that Goofy confronts him and be like, you know, maybe, you know, you're still my friend, even though you have these qualities, uh-huh. but maybe you need to let some of this go. I would love that. Part. And then it ends at the wedding, like when they're dancing and everybody's doing something. Uh-huh. He, him and a peg look at each other and then they start dancing again. Like they're giving another go. Yeah. I would love that. Yes, Mark. I yeah. Love that See? Idea. And then and then it closes. Uh-huh. It starts credit and credits start rolling. And then there's a post-credit scene. Yeah. For Goofy Movie 4, Grandpa Goof. Oh, the baby. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you gotta do it now. Because yeah, because obviously if Goofy raised a baby, mm-hmm. that mean you gotta keep going. Yeah, you do. I would love it. A grand a father, son, grandson story. You oh through the uh so the legacy of Goof. Oh uh-huh. there you go. A goofy legacy. Yeah, I love it, Mark. Uh Say, I was so excited about this. That I, was really good. Oh, thanks. I planned it out. You really did. You put so much more effort into it than I did with my Ant Man ones. Well, so. I, I I love the Goofy so harder. much, and I wanted it. I've always wanted to share this idea somewhere and get it out, but I wanted to do it right the first time. So, so you've had I, this idea. Before. Oh, I've had it for a while, and it's just been sitting on me. I, I have a few others that I have like that that I'll probably use at some point. Yeah, that I've just sat. Well, I'm excited for uh, the big one that kind of started all yeah, this. Yeah, you and I are going to do together. Good. We got to figure out when we're going to do it. Oh, that's got to be a special one. Probably when we get our like 10 millionth uh, listener. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. So if you guys want to hear the big one, like and share. Tell all your friends because we got one that's so big it's going to break the universe. It will. Like uh, the end of Bill and Ted Face the Music, which you bought last night. I did. Yeah, I didn't have it on Blu-ray yet. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, that was a lot of fun, Jacob. That, that was a great. Blast. I am uh, gonna greenlight your movie. Thanks, Mark. That's how we should end this now. Or we get the other person has to either greenlight oh. it or say no dice. I greenlight your Ant Man as well. You know what? I thought about Ant Man. Yeah. I uh, and I think you said something about Spider Man Three during it. Uh huh. And as the more I thought about, it, I was like, Spider Man Three is. Superman three of the Marvel universe. Oh well, we're watching Superman three. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, this really is. So anyway, do you have any movie recommendations for me? Any movie recommendations? Oh man, what was it? Well, we watched Superman three. I loved. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Um, what was the movie that I was like, oh, you need to see this? It was something. Oh, Witness. Yes, with Harrison. Oh yeah, Ford. you were talking yes. about. So I gotta that watch was Witness. The one I was gonna tell you. Yes, watch Witness, please, Mark. Um, I got like three for you. Really? But well, t- they're like comedies, and yeah. I want to watch them with you. Okay. Because that's the best time to watch a comedy. Yeah, laugh with, with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if people, one of them is Clifford. I need to see that. With which a lot of people that if you are a cinephile and you're listening to this, I <laughs> guarantee they shut off this movie. It's kind of a guilty pleasure, but my brother and I watch it and we laugh so hard. You send me a thing that's like a personal meme between you guys. Of oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Clifford. Expression of Martin Short. Oh, uh, Martin Short, just like he's like one of those people I can look at. He makes me laugh. And then my last one is. Um, uh, waiting for Guffman. Oh yeah, which you have not seen. I really want. I keep watching the trailer for it. Oh, oh, I really want to see this. 
Oh, so before we go, I do want to tell you, because uh, this isn't real pitch, uh-huh. but I thought about it today. So at work, um, we always go to the library once a week. Uh-huh. And this week we went to uh, we went to the library and, and they got books and movies and CDs. So I when there's like a period in the morning where like nobody's there, clients are just kind of strolling in. Uh-huh. So we put like things out for them to do, yeah. and I've gotten to the habit of just putting one of the DVDs they checked out in. So they checked out the Clifford movie, the oh, Big Red Dog. Yeah, I've seen it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was interesting. I was like, first off, I was like, does anybody need a uh, origin story for Clifford. Mm-hmm. Do we care? Like, could he have just been a big red dog? Yeah. Like, I did not need him to be a... A puppy? Well, experimented on, or yeah. whatever happens. Uh-huh. Like, grow... Like, I didn't need that. Yeah. Uh, well, in the original show, they do a little backstory, and he was just a dog that was just... Just grew, 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 grew. And that yeah, that's all I need. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's all I needed, too. Yeah. Um, but no, so this was, was... natural. I don't know how we start talking about Keanu Reeves. Somebody... So, because one of the things is one of the girls, one of my clients, brought up Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure because uh-huh. she checked out Wayne's World. Yeah. Which was awesome because we put in Wayne's World with her. So she said, brought up Bill and Ted. I'm like, we got to see if they add it. Uh-huh. And then we totally forgot it. And then, uh, like, my coworker, she was like, did you know that was Keanu Reeves? It always weirds me out. I never think about him. Like, yeah? <laughs> and she's like, I never think... I always think of him as, like, John Wick. And I started thinking, wait a minute. What if John Wick was in a Clifford universe? Oh, man. So John Wick gets a hold of this big red dog and, <laughs> like, rides him around town? That'd be cool. He would be unstoppable. He loves dogs. And he already is unstoppable. Yeah. Yes. He'd just be higher up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> John Wick 4, Clifford... The big red dog. <laughs> it's great, Mark. I love it. Uh, uh, man, we got John Wick Four coming out next month. So. I'm excited. For yeah, that. it's gonna be a good Donnie year. Donnie Yen's in it. Woo. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's great. I greenlight your movie. Oh, thanks, Mark. Uh, and you have uh, uh, and this is Mark. And do I tell people? Oh, Jacob. And you guys have a great one. Thank you so much for listening. Share with your friends. Get to that special one we got planned for you.